0: Mercy, your love, your kindness, your mercy towards us. Thank you for every great thing you've done in our lives. Lord, we thank you for this morning's rising. Thank you for 10 toes, 10 fingers, eyesight, ability to walk in this place of worship. Lord, we don't take you or any blessing for granted. Use us, God, for your glory. May your name be exalted and glorified. In Jesus' name, the people of God said amen. Amen. Come on, as
1: you rest on your feet, people of God. Today the the Lord is made. Amen. Are you happy and ready to rejoice in that? You standing there looking.
0: are thankful to God for God being God in our lives. Come on, don't fool me on this Sunday morning. How many of us are grateful... grateful for God being God Lord over my life Lord over everything Good morning church I want to acknowledge the presence of all of our guests and visitors who are worshiping with us virtually Let us know where you're tuning in from on this Lord's Day morning we want to acknowledge presence of our guests and visitors who are worshiping in person, you are an in-person visitor, please stand so we might acknowledge your presence in person, right here in the sanctuary. Amen. 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 If you're sitting close to an in-person visitor, just give them a sanctified fist bump. Amen. Amen. don't have a church home, guests and visitors, we invite you to prayerfully consider making Watch Chapel your church family. We'd love to be your church family, your brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. This is African American History Month, life of our nation. Amen. not because it is the shortest month in the calendar that is circumstantial, that is not historically accurate. Carter G. Woodson, amen, created Negro History Week to honor the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. Providential, circumstantial, not as a slight. We know that African-American history is world history and American history. It would not be an America without black folk. So we celebrate today HBCU Sunday. Amen. next Sunday, we want you to wear your African attire, amen, as we will close out our month-long celebration of who we are and whose we are. On this upcoming Tuesday, Women of Watch, TNT will take place at 7 o'clock p.m. virtually. Women of Watch did not meet this past Tuesday because of Valentine's Day, but we look forward to seeing all the women of Watch Chapel virtually on this upcoming Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Wednesday is the kickoff of the season of Lent. During the season of Lent, we will be reflecting on the road towards the resurrection where we will experience renewal because of what God has done in Christ. On this upcoming Wednesday, we will have the Imposition of Ashes, a drive-through Imposition of Ashes from 12 noon to 1 o'clock p.m. And on Wednesday evening from 6 p.m. to 6.45 p.m. So if you want the Imposition of Ashes and our ministerial staff to pray over you, Please make your way to Watch Chapel, 12 noon to 1 p.m., drive through, and 6 to 6.45 p.m. Amen. Looking forward, Watch Chapel, to our upcoming Couples Cafe. The married and engaged couples are invited to join our marital enrichment ministry on Saturday, March 4th, 5 o'clock p.m. in the multipurpose room. For our first in-person couples cafe since the pandemic. You can register online through the upcoming events webpage and join us for a celebration of black love. Cost is $25 per couple. Dinner is included. Please register by 11.59 PM on Sunday, February 26th. Watch, chapel, we are blessed with growth during the pandemic. God has not stopped blessing. Amen. <clears throat> As past, I don't take this for granted. Prior to the pandemic, we had three worship celebrations, 730, 930, 1130. Now we're at one worship celebration, but goodness of God has necessitated us to prayerfully add an additional worship celebration this spring. And we want your feedback. There's a worship survey that has been distributed. We need your feedback as we are prayerfully considering adding another worship celebration. You have until Sunday, March 5th to provide your feedback regarding the service times, preference through the constant contact e-blast that was sent last Sunday morning and this morning as well. So we want your feedback, we appreciate your feedback, and we thank you in advance. Watch Chapel, as your pastor, I ask you to keep up the good work of serving, fellowshipping, advancing the kingdom, tithing and giving. You're not yet a tither. I ask that you prayerfully consider becoming a faithful tither and giver. You will never regret obeying God. You will never regret obeying God. As you prayerfully tithe and give, you can give electronically, watchchapel.org, backslash giving. You can give in person as we are gathering every Sunday, Wednesday in the black standing lock offering boxes in the lobby. You can mail your tithe to the church, 3703 Tryon Road, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27606. You can text to give, WCMBC73256. You can give through PayPal, stewardship at watchchapel.org. You can give through cash app, dollar sign, WatchChapel. Please include your full name. Amen. Watch out, but we want to acknowledge Shaw University. Amen. We'd like for all the Shaw Bears to stand. Amen. We are blessed with a special guest, the president of Shaw University, Dr. Dillard. We'd like for her to come forward, please. Dr. Dillard, as you come forward, on behalf of the Watch Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, we have gifts for Shaw University, totaling $5,000. <clears> for Shaw University Divinity School and Shaw University.
2: Pastor and members of Watch Chapel, Shaw University thanks you. It is a privilege to stand here representing the oldest historically black college and university in the southern United States. We have stood for 157 years years and we were founded to teach newly freed individuals to read and interpret the Bible and so we have stood on our faith those 157 years and were it not for the Lord and the churches in North Carolina, we would not be here today. So I sincerely thank you for every student, faculty, staff, and board member and alum of Shaw University. Thank you. This has been an amazing honor.
1: Good morning, Watch Chapel. It's HBCU Sunday, and we are excited about what God has done through our historically black colleges and universities. As Dr. Diller said, they were established so that uh, many free blacks could read and write. They were not afforded that opportunity prior. And HBCUs were only one of the only options that were afforded to blacks uh, to pursue higher education. They are not only educational institutions, but they are cultural reservoirs of the African-American experience. Have I got a witness? Known for their emphasis on self-knowledge, self-identity, self-love, their connections with faculty, extravagant homecomings, nurturing faculty, school spirit, dynamic marching bands, and the list goes on and on. And many of the finest have matriculated HBCUs. Have I got a witness? And I think we're surrounded by many of them in this place. It's roll call time. And we want you to show what you got. And we're going to kind of do it kind of quickly. We'll roll by state. We want you to stand up, and I'll call. And um, if you've got your particular state, show me a hand, and then I'll go proceed through. All right, are you ready? You ready to show enough? Show what you have. The state of Alabama, any Alabama, do we have Alabama A and M? All right. How about Alabama State University? How about Selma University, Stillman College, or Tuskegee? Any Tuskegee? Come on, y'all not standing up? Come on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Talladega College. Yes. All right. Anyone from Arkansas? Any HBC? Okay. How about Delaware University, uh, Delaware State University? All right. The District of Columbia. Do we have some bisons from Howard University? I see you all in the house. How about the University of District of Columbia? How about the state of Florida? we have any representatives here? Bethune-Cookman College, are you in the house? How about Florida A&M? Yes. Come on, Rattlers. How about Florida Memorial? All right, how about the state of Georgia? Yeah. OK, how about Clark Atlanta University? Yes. Albany State University. How about Morehouse? All right. Morris Brown. Payne College, Savannah State University. Spelman. All right, I see. How about Kentucky, Kentucky University, State University? Anybody? How about Louisiana? How about Dillard University? Yes. Ramblin State University. We got some Tigers. (laughs) Southern University, Xavier University. How about from the state of Maryland, Bowie State University? Anybody? Coppin State, Morgan State. All right. How about Mississippi, Alcorn? Jackson State. Oh, I see. All right, Mississippi Valley, Tuscaloosa. How about in Pennsylvania, Cheney University, Lincoln? Anybody? How about South Carolina, Allen University, Benedict College, Claflin, yeah, Morris College. South Carolina State University. Voorhees. How about in Tennessee? Do we have anybody from Fisk? Yeah. Knoxville College. Laney College. How about Meharry Medical? Yes. Tennessee State University. Yes, you. How about Texas? Paul Quinn. Prairie View. Texas Southern, Wiley College. How about Virginia? Do we have some Pirates from Hampton University? Russia. How about the Spartans from Norfolk State? How about Virginia State University? St. Saint- yes. Paul's College, Virginia Union, Virginia University Lynch. Virginia University, Lynchburg. All right. How about West Virginia State University? All right, how about this great state of North Carolina? How about Barbara Scotia College? Yes, Dr. Dillon. How about Bennett College? We got some bells in here. Yes. Do we have some Vikings from Elizabeth City? Come on, represent, represent. Do we have some Broncos from Fayetteville State University? Have any Golden Bulls from Johnson C. Smith? Any Blue Bears from Livingstone? Yeah. I got some Aggie Pride in here from North Carolina A&T. Can I get an Aggie Pride? Do we have some rams from Winston-Salem State? Come on, rams. And from the oldest HBCU in the southern part of the United States, do we have some bears from Shaw U? (laughs) So today, it doesn't matter if you're a bear, if you're a bull, if you're a bison. Oh, my bad. Sometimes you got to say the best for last. North Carolina Central, 2023 champions. Mia, come on. <laughs> oh, y'all don't find me after service. We had to say the best for last. Who else? Oh, gosh, I skipped over this list. My bad. Do we got some flying falcons from St. Alk? Did I miss anybody? Sorry. You know you get 40 plus and this eyesight get bad. (laughs) Doesn't matter if you're a bull, a bison, a bronco, a bulldog, or a bear, but if you're a believer, you're an HBCU participant too. Because as we say here at Watts Chapel, HBCU stands for His Blood Covers Us. Not only does his blood cover us, but his blood cleanses us, amen. And his blood changes us. Have I got a witness? Come on, let's give God some praise in this place. We know that not long after establishment of these HBCUs, programs were implemented into the curriculum and marching bands became an important factor of HBCU culture. Have I got a witness? They're known for their high-energy halftime shows and high-stepping drum majors, drumline face-offs. It goes on and on. Well, silver is out, gold is old, but platinum is the sound that will reach your soul. The Shaw University Platinum Sound Marching Band is in the house. Have I got a witness? And this band serves as the soundtrack to the history pride tradition of excellence that has existed at their beloved institution. The Platinum Sound Marching Band is under the direction of Professor Andre King and assisted by Mr. Quentin Joyner, Ms. Jasmine Green, and Mr. Kim Haywood II. The drum major is Mr. Malachi Tilford. And on behalf of Shaw University's 18th president, Dr. Paulette Dillard, I present to you the platinum sound marching band of Shaw You, drum major if you will. Let's enter the sanctuary and give him some praise.
0: Let the church say amen. Amen. Ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. Come on now, don't fool me. Ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. Because a Holy Ghost party won't stop. prayer. We want to pray for our world, our nation. We want to continue to pray for the countries of Turkey and Syria. We want to pray for the state of Ohio dealing with that derailment. We want to pray for college campuses, NC State University tragically experienced their eighth suicide. Pray for Michigan State University. We also pray for revival that is taking place at Asbury University, Samford University, Cedarville University, where students have been in prayer, praying, fasting, praising, seeking God since last Saturday. Pray for Brother Tyrone Anderson, Brother Terry Bazell, Brother Joshua Bussey, Sister Yolanda Curtis, Sister Joelle Duran, Deacon Emeritus Walter Drayton, Brother Owen Dunstan, Sister Diana Estes, Brother Al Grandy, Brother Raymond Harding III, Sister Jean Holmes, Sister Elita Wyckoff-Jones, Sister Melissa Mack, Sister Kim Marlowe, Brother Calvin Mebbin, Sister Lita Mae Strickland, Sister Mary Thomas, Sister Michelle Walters, Brother Wendell Steele, Deaconess Wilma Weeks, Sister Sasha Williams, Sister Brenda S. Wright, pray for bereavement for Sister Joyce Mormon as her sister passed from labor to reward. Her funeral celebration will be held this upcoming Wednesday at the New Bethel Church in Roseville, North Carolina. We pray for Sister Tanya Johnson as her father passed from labor to reward her funeral. His funeral celebration was held this past Thursday in Greensboro. We pray for Sister Ava Davis. As her mother passed from labor to reward, her funeral was held Friday in Dudley, North Carolina. We pray for Dr. Adela Johnson as her brother, Charlie Bates, passed from labor to reward. Funeral arrangements will take place in a few weeks. We pray for Sister Vicki Conley as her mother, Sister Aidy Bynum, passed from labor to reward. The funeral celebration... Will be held tomorrow in Smithfield, North Carolina. On Wednesday, as we fast and pray, the first day of Lent, I want us to pray for third world countries. Watch, people, those of us who live in America, take clean water for granted, take a transportation system for granted take public schools for granted. America has its flaws. But we experience some blessings just because we are residents of this republic. Somebody right now in the world is praying for your problems. They want the problems we have. So let's Be mindful and prayerful, which is the reason we are a missionary Baptist church. We do missions locally, nationally, and globally. And saints, when we do missions globally, let me say this, forthrightly, it is not a slight on anything in these United States of America. To whom much is given, much is required. Call out the names of people, circumstances, situations as we go to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you one for another. Thank you for every historically black college and university. Thank you for the mission they have served since the 1700s. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to hear from you and talk to you in prayer. Lord, we look not to our left or the right, we look not to the government, but we look to you to meet needs, make ways answered prayers, heal hearts. Be a balm for disappointment and discouragement. Heal bodies, God. Lord, use us for your glory in every realm of human endeavor. Let our light shine bright. Let our flavor be salty. Pray now for Every name that's been called, every family that's been called, we pray for caregivers, nurses, medical technology, rehabilitation facilities. We pray for God, people who have not shared their challenges, concerns, and issues. Lord, I pray that you meet every need. I pray that you make ways. I pray that you heal bodies. I pray that you be a balm for troubled minds. Go before us before we get there. Untie the knots that we are dealing with. Lighten our loads. Calm our minds. Give us peace that path is all understanding and the joy of the Lord, which is our strength bless your preacher the mighty name of jesus amen 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 i want to call your attention to the 16th chapter the old testament book of judges since december 31st i've been in a preaching series entitled it's not too late Judges 16, we're going to begin reading at verse 21. If you're physically able, please stand out of reverence for the reading of God's word. Judges 16, we'll begin reading at verse 21. We will read to verse 30 to the end of the chapter. Then the Philistines seized him gouged out his eyes and took him down to Gaza, binding him with bronze shackles. They set him to grinding grain in the prison. But the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. Now the rulers of the Philistines assembled to offer great sacrifice to Dagon, their god, and to celebrate, saying, Our God has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hands. When the people saw him, they praised their God, saying, Our God has delivered our enemy into our hands. The one who laid waste our land and multiplied our slain. While they were in hot spirits, they shouted, Bring out Samson to entertain us. So they called Samson out of the prison, and he performed for them. They stood him among the pillars. Samson said to the servant who held his hand, put me where I can feel the pillars that support the temple so that I may lean against them. Now the temple was crowded with men and women. All the rulers of the Philistines were there. And on the roof were about 3,000 men and women watching Samson perform. Then Samson prayed to the Lord, Sovereign Lord, remember me. Please, God, strengthen me just one more time, and let me with one blow get revenge on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson reached toward the two central pillars on which the temple stood, raising himself against them, his right hand on the one, his left hand on the other. Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. Then he pushed with all his might. Down came the temple on the rulers and the people in it. Thus he killed more people when he died than when he lived. Then his brothers and his father's whole family went down to get him. They brought him back, buried him between Zorah and Eschatol in the womb of Manoah, his father. He had led Israel 20 years. Amen. I want to read verse 30 again in your hearing as you make your way to your seat. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. Then he pushed with all his might, and down came the temple on the rulers and the people in it. Thus he killed more people when he died than when he lived. Amen. I've been in this preaching series since December 31st from the title, It's Not Too Late. Today I want to preach as the Holy Spirit shall give me help from the topic, It's Not Too Late for God to Use You. It is not too late for God to use you. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Your words, in my mouth. Give us ears to hear. Erase our failures. Renew our relationship with you. Don't let the enemy deceive us. Jesus' name. Amen. It's not too late for God to use you. God Watch Chapel uses people. God uses different, disparate, and diverse people. God does not just use one kind or type of person. But God, in God's sovereignty, uses all kinds of people. God uses men and women. God uses the young, the middle age, and the chronologically mature. God uses the white collar, the pink collar, and the blue collar. God uses Baptists, Pentecostals, Catholics, Methodists, and Jews for Jesus. God uses black folk, white folk, brown folk, beige folk, Asians, Hispanics. God uses missionaries, musicians, ministers, morticians, Ushers, Altos, Tenors, Sopranos. God uses Democrats, Republicans, Independents, Libertarians. God uses PhDs, GEDs, MBAs, JDs. God uses Barbers, beauticians, psychologists, psychiatrists, police, and poets. God uses people. If I had a witness on this Sunday morning, you could testify concerning how God has used different people across your journey to bless, aid, help, and encourage you along the journey. According to this text, God shows how God uses different people. More significantly, God, Reverend Robinson, shows how God can even use people that we have discounted, dismissed, and disregarded. Everyone who God has used and who God uses does not come from a squeaky clean background. Everyone who God uses is not without fault, drama, baggage, or stuff in their life. God even uses those of us who got drama, who got baggage, who got some stuff we don't want advertised or publicized. According to this text, God is using a floundering failure by the name of Samson. You know anything about the life Legacy of Samson, you know Samson began his life and legacy with extraordinary promise and potential. But because a series of events, Samson became distracted, deceived, and discombobulated. Samson, because he disregarded his relationship with God. Got hooked up with a no-good woman by the name of Delilah. Finds his reputation ruined. Blocks his own blessings. Forfeits his own future and paralyzes his own potential and progress because he valued what he did not should not have valued and exalted what he should have trivialized. While Samson has a messy backstory, the good news according to this particular text is that despite how Samson messed up the mistakes he made, his failures, how he shot himself at his own foot, God still used Samson. Somebody on this Sunday morning needs to hear this word because your baggage might not be as dramatic as the baggage of Samson, but you are wondering and questioning whether God can still use you in spite of what you've done, what you haven't done, the I's that you have not dotted, the T's you have not crossed, what's on your criminal report, what's on your credit score, and the stuff you done did that you don't want anybody to know about. Can I preach this word? And like Samson, if God can use and still use Samson, despite what you've done, how we have Failed, what we haven't done, God can still use you and I. And on this Sunday morning, somebody needs to hear this word because we have often placed God in a proverbial box concerning who God can use. If my credit score ain't 700 plus, God can't use me. To have it gone to Shaw or St. Aug or North Carolina A&T or North Carolina Central, God can't use me. If I got some felony stuff on my criminal report, God can't use me. If I've had to get my record expunged, God can't use me. If I find it hard to get a character reference, God can't use me. No greater lie has been told. Don't put God in a box where God hadn't put you in a box. God can use who God wants to use, how God wants to use, in ways that will blow our mind. Come on, help me preach this morning. If God can use scheming Jacob, who says God can't use you? If God can use drunk Noah and conniving Zacchaeus, who says God can't use you? If God can use a Peter who denied Jesus and a Rachel who was scheming, who says God can't use you? If God can use an overambitious Salome and a loose Rahab, who says God can't use you and I? according to this text samson is in a prison cell in gaza grinding grain with both eyes gouged out philistines want to embarrass him before they kill him samson has been dominant victorious concerning the philistines unless they not make the most of this opportunity to embarrass and humiliate Samson? He's blinded. His eyes are gouged out. They bring him to the festival for sport. Have the band playing in the background. Want to make him dance. Want to make him Do a little step, do a little shake while he is blinded and has no sight. But according to verse 21, they don't notice that something God is up to in the midst of his incarceration and imprisonment, he's incarcerated and imprisoned. God reveals to Samson, I can still use you. Somebody raises the question on this Sunday morning, what does this text teach us about God using us in spite of our failures, our mistakes, our mess-ups, the stuff in our lives that we sometimes have used to disqualify ourselves. Samson is used by God. Watch Chapel, despite how he has failed, because God has rekindled Samson's reverence for him. While Samson is incarcerated, the text says his hair begins to grow back. The Philistines can't see it, but Samson begins to hear and feel the follicles in his hair begin to grow back. His hair, remember, Watch Chapel, was a symbol of his relationship with Almighty God. His hair was not the source of his strength, but a symbol of his relationship with God. And when Samson got hooked up with the wrong woman, help me preach this. He told Delilah something he should have kept to himself. Wasn't his wife. That's another sermon for another day, but it never says that they walked down the aisle and gave themselves one to another, just shacking up, playing grown, playing, put a ring on it. Don't share everything with anybody. Tells Delilah. It's Bahia. Lila had proved to be untrustworthy, tried to. Ain't nobody talking to me. I'm going to preach this now, y'all. A few days earlier, sent man-man and them. try to capture him, and he shakes himself off, and now Samson, a few days later, forgot about what happened a few days before, and tells her the secret of his strength, you got one time. To send man, man, and them to attack me and you think I'm going to spill the goods after y'all ain't talking to me. Somebody said, I'm waiting on a sign. God gave you a sign. I'm waiting to see if he the one, she the one. No, God already told you, they ain't the one. Lilas, has the Philistines come. They gouge out his eyes. But while he is grinding grain, his relationship with God is rekindled. And if you want God to use your watchtower, if you want God to use your brother, rekindle your relationship with God. The power ain't in your hair. The power... Ain't in your degree. The power is not in your title. The power is not in what you wear. It's not in your paraphernalia. The power is in our relationship with Almighty God. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Let me preach the way the Holy Spirit gives it to me. Before we had Lexuses and Phantoms, we had God. Before there was Shaw and St. Aug and Tuskegee and Howard, we had God. Before we worked at SAS and IBM in the corner office, we had God. Before we had JDs and MBAs, we had God. Before we could live where we live, we had God. And it seems like the more stuff we got, the less we forget God. How dare you forget the bridge that brought you over? I don't care how much you got. You better make your way to God's house and give God a praise. Don't care where you live, what folk call you, who you hang with. God is worthy. And let me preach this to somebody. Had it not been for God, you wouldn't have what you have. Had it not been for God, you wouldn't have the degree. Had it not been for God, you wouldn't have the job. Had it not been for God, you wouldn't live where you live. Had it not been for God. Rekindle that relationship. If you got time for CIAA, you got time for worship. Can I call the roll? If you got time for frat meeting, you got time for Bible study. If you got time for the sorority meeting, you got time to bring your kids to Awana. If you can bring your kids everywhere else, my gosh, bring them to the place where they felt their refuge, their inheritance. Before they could be in Jack and Jill, they were in church. you were debutantes and Delta gyms. You were ushers in God's house. I ain't just talking about coming to church. I'm talking about a relationship with God. They took prayer out of school. Well, no, honey, you can pray every day. That's a smokescreen. If prayer were back in school, this wouldn't happen. That's a lie. You can pray every day you wake up. You teach your kids how to pray. You teach your kids how to study the word. You teach your kids how to have a relationship with God. If they see you and I get down on our knees, they'll get on their knees. If they see us tithe, they'll tithe. If we respect the church, they'll respect the church. rekindles his relationship and as he rekindles the relationship with God his hair begins to grow back not just that but God begins to work as his hair begins to grow back God does something else Samson rekindles the relationship but then Samson The assistant doesn't know what Samson is up to. I can't see, but I can talk. Can't see, but I can still walk. Put me where I can just feel. Assistant has no idea what's going on, but Samson knows what's going on. While the assistant unwittingly puts him in a position, Samson, ask God for the ability. If you want God to use you, ask God. It ain't deep, it ain't profound, it ain't rocket science. You don't need a PhD in molecular chemistry. But sometimes you and I have not been used by God because we have not asked God. Come here, James. You have not because you ask not. Or you have not because you ask amiss. Can I preach this? Sometimes we're asking for the wrong stuff instead of asking for God to use us And if you ask God to use you, maybe God will bless you with some of what you're looking for, but I dare somebody just to ask God to use you. God, give me one more chance. Gouged out my eyes, dishonored your name, offering sacrifices today, God. Give me one more chance to avenge my eyes and to be victorious over the Philistines. Samson is asking God for the ability for God to use him. And on this Sunday morning, maybe that's what you need to ask God. God, use me. Give me one more chance. God, God, put me in a position to be used for your glory. God, use me. Ask God for the ability. Can I preach this to somebody? And God, who looks, sits high and looks low, is waiting for somebody to ask God to be used. God has the power. You just got to ask God. God has the resources. You just got to ask God. God has the supernatural ability. You just got to ask God. Ask God for Mercy. Ask God to be an encourager. Ask God to be a prayer warrior. Ask God for hospitality. Ask God for grace. Ask God to put you in a position to be used by him. And when you ask God, somebody knows God to say yes. You ain't got the yes because you ain't asked God. Does anybody know God will say yes? Sometimes you just got to ask God. God is waiting on you. You ain't waiting on God. God is waiting on you to ask God. And look at what God does. I'm going to my seat right now. Been a great HBCU Sunday. But God uses Samson because Samson asked God. Samson rekindles his relationship. But God uses Samson because God's faithfulness supersedes our failure. Y'all didn't hear what I said. I said God's faithfulness supersedes our failure. Can I get a witness on this Sunday morning? I need the real folk to say amen. Has anybody ever messed up? I'm talking about the real folk. Anybody ever messed up? You knew better, but you didn't do better you were raised better but you messed up you throw in the towel you waved the white flag you fumbled the ball you messed up your money messed up your credit but you discovered god is faithful do i have a witness on this sunday morning despite how you failed god is faithful despite how you messed up god is faithful Despite flunking out of school, God is faithful. Despite repossession, God is faithful. Despite bankruptcy, God is faithful. Despite infidelity, God is faithful. Despite not showing up, God is faithful. Lost your job, but God is faithful. Did time, but God is faithful.
3: Messed up, but God is faithful. Great
0: is thy faithfulness. O oh God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. Do I got a witness? Is God faithful? Is God faithful? Has
3: God been faithful? Hallelujah!
0: Yes, He is!
3: Thank God! For being faithful! Yes!
0: If you can't praise God, it's because you ain't real enough to say I messed up. It ain't always them. We done messed up ourselves. But God has been faithful.
3: Hallelujah.
0: God can still use you. to your feet. I said God can still use you. God is faithful. I don't care how you have failed. Our failure does not compare to the faithfulness of God. How many of us know we shouldn't be here? Come on, I'm talking to the real folk right now. The crazy stuff we done did. You ever look back and say, oh my, God, I know there's a God. See, some of y'all don't believe it. I believe, look, let me tell you. I know God is real. You look back far enough, you say, oh Lord. You ever hear a song on the radio, you just say, oh, Lord. Because you remember when and where. And you remember how God, had God not intervened and been faithful, you wouldn't be listening to the song in 2023. Somebody, my sister, my brother, God has a plan for your life. God wants a relationship with you. Today, right now, God is calling somebody into a relationship with Him. My sister, my brother, you don't have a church home. You're not saved. I want you to raise your hand right now in response to the goodness of God in your life. You're in the overflow. And today's the day for you to accept Jesus as your Savior. Today's the day for you to unite with Watch Chapel as a member. I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. You look at how you have discord.